Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we're always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And happy Father's Day to all of the fellow cat dads out there. Well, um, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's for the like people with children. Like, what are you talking about? Like human children? I wait, think it's... Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> You're telling me that Father's Day mm-hmm. has nothing to do with being a cat dad? Not specifically, no. <laughs> I have to call my dad. Okay. <laughs> we'll pick up when you get back. <laughs> Many years I need to make up for. <laughs> yeah. This explains all the awkward tension. Does it? That's built up. Yeah. I guess it would explain that. This also explains why people thought it was weird I said I was a father in middle school. <laughs> yeah. That would be a little weird. Well, you, you learn something new every day. Yeah. But that's not the only thing that we have to learn today. True. We have a lot of new things to learn. We do. Specifically in TV and movies. True. Yeah. Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction. <laughs> oh, right. We already did yeah, that. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Sorry. I'm just, I just don't know what's what anymore yeah, after just, this news about Father's Day. Yeah, you're just really thrown off now. Yeah. Yeah. Well. It also explains why my cats never give a fuck to celebrate. Yeah. Such a day for me. I thought it was just because they were cats. I had to... Make my own breakfast in bed for myself. How did you do that? I mean, sure, sure. It was just my leftover fast food from the night before <laughs> that happened to still be on the bed when yeah, I passed out. That's very un- not a good thing. But the point is, <laughs> I had to go. You had to go out of your way. Heat it up myself. Right. Okay. I'm glad you heated it up. Okay. Okay. Maybe I didn't heat it up. Okay. <laughs> but the point is, I would have had to. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Maybe next time. I'll see if I can have a talk with the cats and see if they'll get their I think we just need another cat. No. (laughs) I think the solution is to get another cat that will behave appropriately on such a holiday. Yeah, you don't think... And then train the other cats by doing so. You don't think think that uh, our odds are not in in favor of that? (laughs) Since we already have five who don't do it? (laughs) Hey. It's like voting. It only yeah. takes one to make a difference. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you have to take all the other ones that also combine mm-hmm. to yeah. make that difference. Right. But the saying is, every vote counts. Yes. Just like every cat's attention to their father counts. <laughs> Well, I don't know why you're not getting this. We can table that discussion for another time, but for now, should we get into the news? I think we should get into the news. There's been stranger things. Okay. <laughs> There's been stranger things happening? Yeah. That's true. What was your first news story, by the way? <laughs> uh, the writers of Stranger Things had a tweet over the weekend or recently that uh, was a picture of a pile of a bunch of scripts and saying, it's all done, basically. And uh, it the pile, interest, interestingly, contains what appears to be nine 
individual scripts. And so that theoretically reveals how many episodes there are going to be with season four. And uh, it does also make sense because the first season had eight episodes. Season two had nine episodes. Season three had eight episodes. So now we would logically be back to nine. So cool. Is that how they structure their show? I'm not sure if it was on purpose. Flip-flop in one episode per season? I'm not sure if it's on purpose, but regardless, we have an idea that there's probably nine episodes, so that's cool for some people who care about that information before Uh, it's necessary. I think it was obvious. I mean... Okay. Well... Netflix doesn't typically do more than 10 to 12, right? Not usually, no. But usually, like, people are excited about having one additional episode. That's... Yeah. I could argue it's two less. Okay. Then it should have been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of two, uh, we know Solar Opposites on Hulu already got two seasons, like, right off the bat. But they've already talked about, they haven't even aired season two, but season Hell, three. Hell, they probably haven't even made season two. They probably haven't even made it. But they're now renewed for season three already with 12 episodes. Um, so, actually, it's since... May 8th, when it launched, it's been the most watched original comedy premiere to date. And um, additionally, another show that people might be familiar with, I haven't watched it, Crossing Swords, was renewed for a second season of 10 episodes as well at Hulu. It's another, like, adult cartoon, basically. Oh, never even heard of this show. I have seen the little, like, doodad on the main screen when I log in, and then I just move past it. But maybe I'll see what it is. But apparently it's, like, an adult cartoon show. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm all, I'm excited for Solar Opposites. Yeah, definitely. I can't wait for season three. Yeah, uh, season two I'm not that thrilled about, but three I, I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> Countering your Rick and Morty spinoff show news, mm-hmm. I too have some Rick and Morty spinoff show news. Yeah. I see you have braces. I have braces too. <laughs> what is that from? <laughs> he was in butthead. Okay. <laughs> I knew I recognized it. You have to say it with more of a list, but... Yeah. Which one's the one that says it? Fuck, I don't remember. I want to say it's butthead. Okay. Well, I mean, you said it, so that makes more sense. Oh, yeah? <laughs> you're, you're full of shit right now. Uh, get on track. Come on. What's, Whatever. What are you doing over Whatever. here? Whatever. Tell we're, me about your shit. We're trying to be professional here. Yeah. Uh, Dan Harmon has signed a deal for Fox Entertainment to create a series. This is via Deadline. Uh, so he's an Emmy Award co-creator of Rick and Morty, which mm-hmm. we know yeah. from the Rick and Morty show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the deal was to create and develop an exclusive animated comedy series for the network. Okay. Uh, this will be Fox Entertainment's first fully owned animated series. Which, you know, they, okay. they have all these adult toned animated shows. You know, they have the, what do they call that? The uh, animation domination or whatever they call it on Fox. Oh, yeah. I think it's like. Sunday nights or something. Yeah, I think. At least that's what it used to be. Right. I don't know if that's still a thing yeah. now. They've never, I guess, really owned them. They've just been deals to have them on their network. So they will actually own this property. Okay. So it's going to air sometime in spring of 2022. So mark your calendar. 
Okay. Or just forget about it until 2022 happens. Yeah. And then you go, oh, cool, piece of candy. That's probably what I'll do. Yeah. That sounds more my, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my alley. Yeah. So that's interesting, right? Yeah. So Solar Opposites had Justin Roiland spin yeah. off Solar Opposites mm-hmm. for Hulu. Yeah. Now the other co-creator, Dan Harmon, is spinning off his own show for Fox. Yeah. I think it's probably, maybe not, this, the word spinoff leads you to think maybe it's a spinoff of Rick and Morty. So. Okay, they're not spinoffs, okay, but they are shows that are, are in similar vein yes, from yes. the creators of yeah, the other I just show. I wanted to be clear. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I feel like people got it. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm a dick then. Yeah. yeah. And a butthead. <laughs> okay. From what I heard. Yeah. I mean, what does that say for Rick and Morty, though? Yeah. Do we have to worry that the fans of the that show are going to be left in the dust for them to do their own stuff or do you think all three of these shows can all be functioning at the same time i mean yeah i think they could probably coexist they'll i think they'll figure out i guess we had at one point family guy american dad. american okay family guy american dad and what was that third one? Oh, there's a third one right i don't know what the third one was the Cleveland show. Oh, yes. Okay. That didn't last very long, I don't think. I think yeah. it got like maybe a couple seasons. Yeah. At least as far as I know. It's probably still on. Who knows? <laughs> the only thing I know about the show, that show is that like one uh, like song that the kid breaks into. And he's like, I'm talking about balls deep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Pedar. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I just think that's really interesting that they're both kind of. I guess it makes sense, mm-hmm. but I just feel like Rick and Morty is so popular. I'm surprised that it's quickly they're they're already going elsewhere. Maybe they're just trying to keep it fresh. Yeah, that's true. But you could argue that at least for Solar Opposites, the the humor is pretty much the same. Yeah. That's true. Like, talking about spinoff. I feel like it's in the same world. Yeah, it does seem like it is, yeah. But you know what's not in this world? What? Marvel's The New Warriors. Oh, I forgot about that. Remember that show that was going to happen on Freeform? Yes. So, it was canceled a while back after uh, Disney decided to fold the Marvel TV division Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and and let Marvel Studio take over for Mm -hmm. the entire collective to bring in shows within the mcu and tie it all together with a nice bow right so there was news that came out from uh one of the 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 writer who was going to helm this whole show kevin beigel tweeted that the show at some point would have introduced a live action version of modok okay that's fun you don't know who modok is do you yeah i do okay (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, I was looking up this actress. Okay. Uh, for anybody who doesn't remember, the show was going to feature Milana Vintrub as Squirrel Girl, who was, I think, going to be the lead character of the group. And it was basically going to introduce uh, like characters that are not so well known mm-hmm. to the mass audience. Right. Um, so I just thought it was really interesting that Modoc would have been a live action character in this. If you remember in Agents of Shield there was a season where I was really confident that one of these 
one of the people in that show was going to become Modoc because yeah. he kind of looked like him. Yeah. <laughs> but that didn't happen. No, unfortunately. So it's kind of interesting to see this was going to be a thing. Uh, and for anybody who's worried about the cartoon that was based around Modoc, uh, it's going to still happen as far as we are aware. They are still putting that into development. And I think that was for Hulu. Okay. I I don't understand. How would they make a live action? I guess they would just have to make a make him have a full size body then, because like in the Modoc is like a head, but he's basically a head. Yeah, he has like little limbs attached. Yeah, but like <laughs> it just doesn't make sense how they could possibly make uh, him live yeah. action. Yeah, I mean, I guess it just depends on what, just whether they were going to go traditional or if they were going to do some kind of twist to the design yeah. to make it work within a live action concept gotcha uh, i mean it probably would have been cgi yeah but, fair. Uh, actually the actor they were gonna have was keith david and he was going to be the person who became modok okay. at some point oh okay i can see it yeah yeah i can't what where do i know that guy from i feel like i've seen him in he's in a lot of things okay i can't think of one thing but okay. he's in a lot of things <laughs> yeah actually wasn't he in future man as the scientist who created... Yeah, I think you're right. I'm pretty sure it's not. I mean, he's in a lot of things. Yeah. So many things, I can't think of them. <laughs> That's funny. He's been on Rick and Morty, apparently, a lot. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> so. Live action? Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, so that's who he was. The yeah. only guy who was real. Yeah. <laughs> well... I've got some interesting interesting news regarding CBS All Access. Apparently, they're trying to overhaul it to increase younger viewership. Why? <laughs> Apparently, they're just acknowledging that, yes, we only have old people watching our shit. I- Wait, uh, you're telling me there's viewership worth having below the age of 65? <laughs> they apparently think so now. Um, they want to, according to Bob Backish, who's the CEO of Viacom CBS, um, he said during a recent webcast that about the changes coming to the service, they want to transform all access into a super service. I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, that tells me they're looking at what HBO Max has the potential of being mm-hmm. with how many properties they have collected. Uh, and, you know, Disney Plus with how big that is with mm-hmm. Marvel and Star Wars and literally everything disney has ever made yeah uh i think they're just realizing if they want to realistically compete in the streaming market they can't have a handful of shows Mm -hmm. that cater to a specific age yeah they need to have a diverse show library right yeah that's true um they are going to be including other offerings like pluto tv showtime OTT, I don't know what that means. Um, Nickelodeon, MTV, Comedy Central. Which some of these I feel like have deals with other streaming services. So So that tells me that they don't necessarily own these networks. They're just going to get specific shows from them. that's the impression I got as well. Because they're going to add stuff from those networks, but not necessarily have the whole network. Another interesting thing, and I don't want to get too into this Mm because I know it's more on the political side. Mm -hmm. A lot of their shows are cop-themed, right? Yeah. Which kind of older people do enjoy those shows, yes. right? CSI, mm-hmm. you know, those kind of things. CIS. 
All Blue Blood, or the, the hell that show yes, is that Russia was called. Yes, that's the one. Was an interesting watches. name because isn't that the name of a gang too? That's just the Bloods. Oh. Their, blue their blood is not specifically blue? No. Okay. <laughs> Actually, their bandanas are red, and the Crips the, are blue. So are you saying <laughs> they, they wear, wear a red bandana? Yes, I am. <laughs> that's probably where that song comes from. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just saying. Valid point. Valid point. Um, yeah, it all makes sense now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think they're just so, realizing they, they need to, they need they need to, to be more about serious revamping. about competing. Yeah. Um, I mean, plus, they're... I guess I should really enjoy CBS All Access. I'm going to say their hippest show is like Star Trek themed, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. realistically, they're still probably hitting a older market, right. even with their show that's not necessarily older uh-huh. cast. Yeah, although I did learn they have actually something called Star Trek Lower Decks, and it's an animated show. Uh-huh. And I one of the writers from Solar Opposites, or creators, also works on that show. Not the one from Rick and Morty, but the other one. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay, interesting. Okay. Well, I can't wait till they have another one from the other Yeah, creator. exactly. I know. <laughs> from whoever's, yeah. For Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'll have to check that out while we have CBS All Access. Um, so basically they're adding another 15,000 hours plus of on-demand TV and film content. So fucking cool. Good luck. I mean, yeah. they have a very, very hard sell. I mean, that lot. sounds great. 15,000 or... Yeah, 15,000 hours mm-hmm. of on-demand content. But, like, what is it, though? Yeah, exactly. It, it does matter what it is. Yeah. Because HBO Max has a lot of stuff right now. But it's also... None of it's something I care about. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of trash on there. Aside from the actual HBO stuff, mm-hmm. I don't care about a lot of the volume that they have on HBO right. Max. Yeah, because it's all somewhere else, or I've seen it 20 years ago, and mm-hmm. I don't need to see exactly. it again. <laughs> In fact, when we get into, like new release stuff for july mm-hmm. there's some of the streaming services all they all they seem to be having is just bringing in old things there's nothing mm-hmm. really new yeah which is fair given the current society but there's got to be some newer stuff well that about does it for tv news well let's get into some of this the the stuff we've watched yeah give our two cents yeah um Put on our red bandanas <laughs> yeah uh, okay, so I finished up The Great on Hulu, and I think it was uh, really good. It had a lot of themes of women's empowerment and what? What's your fucking face about? Was it good? Or was it or great? Or was it great? It was The Great. I feel like <laughs> they have manipulated the viewer <laughs> by seeing the show called yeah. The Great yeah. the entire time yeah. subconsciously forcing them to believe that it is better than it is. Yeah, I guess you're right. However... I have I, not watched it, so I have no yeah. clue whether it's... Yeah, I know. <laughs> ...good or not. Yeah, it's probably not for you. It's, uh... I'm all about women empowerment. But you're not really about period pieces and... Not like women's I mean, periods, but... what guy would be about <laughs> women's periods? When I say period, I mean, like, France. Pieces of the period. That France during the... Fucking, I don't know, long-ass time ago war. During the time of During Catherine the long-ass time ago war. <laughs> During the time of Catherine the Great, or before Catherine the Great, with Peter, her... Peter the fucking, he doesn't have yeah. a name. Peter the... Well, it sounds like it's Catherine the Good. Yeah. From what I've heard so it's far. It's Catherine the Great. Um, so it's... it's. I think that it was cool because we do have a lot of... Um, uh, 
period pieces going on in like various streaming services these days, but this one was what they call a mostly, I'm using air quotes everyone, mostly true story. So they took the idea and the general history of this story, but mm-hmm. then they made it hilarious because they added little quirky things that were like, obviously this probably didn't happen. Mm. Like, or that's not why it happened, you know? Yeah. So they made little funny, weird shit go on that. Um, I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, so they had funny little weird scenarios that didn't really make sense for the time in some cases or were just like completely mm-hmm. ridiculous. Um, so, but generally speaking, when I first started watching it, I was worried it was going to be just kind of like a puff piece where like, oh, there's this woman and she's fighting against adversity and she just gets what she wants and that's the end. But it's not, it actually is a lot more complicated than that. So I appreciated that they weren't mm-hmm. like just glossing over actual struggles so you you're glad it wasn't little women yes <laughs> i am it had a, a lot of good humor very adult humor so not for children um and it was at some points it was like enlight um enlightening what's the word eye-opening eye-opening oh we're like oh wow they I didn't even think about that being an issue or whatever back in the day in the fucking 1800s or whatever it was. Um, to be honest, I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure it's 1800s. Um, anyway, I think it had some good themes. It's got a good humor. So you got a little bit of historical fun, slightly historically accurate, but also quirky, funny stuff. Um, and then like the little art style of the beginning was always entertaining. Every every beginning of the episode was uh, the great it had their logo and then at the bottom it would like fill in it would have a mostly true story but then it would fill in the episode title underneath it and mm-hmm. so it was kind of good it was good how they tied in the art to the yeah. question yes was tony the tiger uh ever in the show no did but he there... have any capacity of a cameo no but there was a bear <laughs> is that a reference to something being great lions and tigers and bears on yeah but no, it wasn't a reference to okay, being great. Tony the Tiger specifically. I understood your reference. Okay. But no, there was no tiger. <laughs> I feel like you were like, yeah, I get your joke, but go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's not what I said. <laughs> um, one thing I thought was interesting is they actually had a lot of, um, a very inclusive cast. They were uh, all the different, every, a lot of the different cast members were different races, different ethnicities, mm-hmm. and... I'm thinking Hence the mostly mostly true story. Exactly. It's very fair to assume that's not how it was in the 1800s in Russia, but maybe it was. I don't know. I wasn't there. I'm just saying. I assume it wouldn't yeah. be, but it was cool that they didn't even they were just like, "Yeah, fuck it. We're just going to have it be a fun thing that we do and yeah. not worry about the silly things because it really doesn't matter mm-hmm. who plays like what race plays who." Is lo- it's it's not about like suspending your disbelief. It's about watching a fun story unfold. So I thought that was kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it and that kind of concept too. Not to get too into this, but yeah. the whole idea of well, you can't cast this because of the historical implication of right. the time. Yes. That only matters if you are trying to tell a serious, compelling story. Exactly. If you are just throwing that all out the window mm-hmm. and just telling something in a silly capacity. Yeah. It really doesn't matter. a backdrop of a historical yes. location. that It really doesn't matter. That's why I appreciate it. It's up to that. the viewer to, to acknowledge what they are watching. Yes. And just either go with it or say it's not for me. Yes. 
Yeah. And then there were there was like very obvious, not historically accurate things. Um, weird, like very modern things, like sayings that were thrown in here and there, or yeah. um, like some of the clothing that they were wearing, like certain outfits were like that's not from the 1800s that's just not a thing yeah. most of the time it was pretty close but then there were some things that they were like yeah fuck it why not you know i don't know mm-hmm. it looked cool i it liked like it forever 20th century or something yeah pretty much <laughs> so um all in all i think it's, it's a good amount of just enough education and like you could feel good about watching it but also humor and it wasn't like i mm-hmm. want to poke my eyes out with spoons because that was like boring as fuck poke your eyes out with spoons yeah didn't even go with a spork. <laughs> it's supposed to hurt more or something, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to give it a four grates. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to give it nothing because I didn't watch it. Yeah, I was going to say, you're going to rate it? <laughs> hey, it's 2020. Yeah, that's true. It's 2020. You're supposed to judge things without having real personal exposure to it yeah i guess that's true it also feels weird to say 2020 and not have it be this is 2020 yeah (laughs) well you know in 2021 i'm sure we'll all have the hindsight of 2020 yeah i guess you're right to know what we did wrong yeah hopefully we do i am sending that tweet right at midnight on new year's eve yeah just schedule it now yeah Can you do that? Can yeah. you like set up a tweet and then have it like scheduled to post? Scheduled to post yes. next week at yeah. three p.m. Yeah, you can on Twitter or is it like a third-party program you'd have to use? Uh, I don't know. I'm pretty. I sure. I mean, I know there's third-party programs that do that stuff, but I'm, does Twitter let you specifically? I'm actually not sure. I know you can schedule stuff on Instagram, so I might be just really mixing things together. Yeah. Interesting. I might have to take advantage of that. Yeah. Because it's so tedious to mm-hmm. have to sit there. And constantly make a post, put in all the hashtags. Yeah. It's like, it's a lot of work. Yeah. And that's probably just me being old. <laughs> it is a lot of work, though. You know? You're not wrong. I'm like, fucking <laughs> rambling about this while watching Star Trek Discovery yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well. Blue Buds with my red bandana. Yeah. Um, we, also, we also watched and completed Devs. First season on Hulu. How did you feel about that? Um, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> After watching the whole show, I feel like I didn't hate it, but I don't feel like it grabbed me like I feel it grabbed most people. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, our friend Rob, he like loves the show. He thinks it's the greatest thing. And I mm-hmm. just didn't get that out of it. And I don't know. I feel like I'm missing something, but it just felt like it was trying too hard to be something more than it was yeah i don't know if i would say it was trying too hard i just feel like it it was not as oh my god like it's not as surprising as i think it th- they thought that it was yeah the twist it, type situations i felt like even if you didn't know what it was it wasn't as like what as yeah. they thought it was going to be for yeah. you. yeah there was only one time that i was like oh I didn't know that was going to happen. The rest of the times I was like, yeah, okay. That's what I thought. Like, I think there was a situation there at the end of the season where something is revealed to one of the characters. Mm-hmm. And they kind of, like, frame it in the scene like it's big, oh, shit moment. But you as the viewer knew that from the first fucking episode because yes. they showed you. Yeah. 
So I don't get the logic and why they tried to make it seem like it was a big deal when it really wasn't. Well, I think I know what you're talking about. And they didn't, they showed us, they technically never showed us exactly what they showed the character until they showed the character. They just made it very clear that it, I think they expected more people to wonder if what we saw was real. To try to be super vague about it, but I think you know what I'm talking about. Make you wonder... The, the question, the series of events. Gotcha. But I didn't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, we probably should have gone over the concept of this oh, show yeah. first. Uh, so just to play catch up, the concept of devs is a Silicon Valley company in San Francisco who is pretty much the big, the big leagues of technology. It's and the, com- the company has taken the lead in quantum computing. Yes, and they have a secret program called Devs Mm -hmm. that they are running, and they have this big lingering mystery of what they're working on that nobody knows who isn't within the department working on it. And the whole concept is the first episode, somebody is brought in, and something happens to him, which causes his girlfriend to go on this journey to uncover the truth of what she thinks happened Mm -hmm. uh, when everybody else is under the impression that she's crazy. Yes. That's a really good synopsis, I think. Thank you. I uh, sent it in to... To Hulu? Yeah, I sent it in to Hulu. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I I, I probably should try to do something like that. Yeah, their synopses are trash. I've read some on some, you know, services where, Mm -hmm. like, the person clearly didn't fucking watch the movie Mm -hmm. or, or even read... The initial summary yeah. before making theirs. Yeah. Because they were like dead wrong about what it was. Yeah. That's... I wonder how you get that job just to write synopsis. I mean, it's copywriting, right? That's true. I guess you're right. Something to look into. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed the show overall. Mm-hmm. I do feel like they tried to make it more thought-provoking than it really was in the end. But the concept they were going for, it, it I get it. Like, I, it, it makes sense what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it was an interesting idea. It kind of reminded me a lot with it, again without spoiling it. It kind of reminded me a lot of Upload, that show well, on Amazon Prime, okay. but in a completely different direction and tone of the concept. Okay. So, I would say the performances were, were really good. Yes. Uh, Nick Offerman. Seeing him in such a serious role was a little hard in the beginning, but it he did a great job. Yeah. And then the, I guess, arguably the main character, Lily, is played by Sonoya Mizuno. Mm-hmm. And she looked really familiar, but I could not recognize she her in any of her... She different with hair. Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> she doesn't have hair. <laughs> uh, yeah, I... I the whole... Th- the whole time we're watching this, I kept feeling I recognized her from something else, but I could not find anything she's been in that I knew of. She was in Ex Machina. Was she? Yeah. But oh, I'm trying to figure out Who as could she who? be? She wasn't the... She wasn't the... Because <laughs> she wasn't yeah. the AI, I, that's for sure. Kyoko? I don't know who that is. Yeah. It yeah. was obviously a side character, but... Anyway, she's worked with him before, so it makes sense. Yeah, okay, yeah, that actually, yeah, because this yeah. is the same creator, right? Yes. So but, that, that now makes more sense. So her performance was really, really good. Um, yeah, she did a good job. Yeah. She did a really good job. It was about eight episodes, and they were about an hour each, a little bit less. 
I think if you're into things like Ex Machina and Annihilation, which are obviously the same creators. Was she? Oh (laughs) my god. What the fuck? So I did recognize her (laughs) from something. Okay, yeah. She must have been one of the military. Her name was Katie. She must have been one of the. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay, sorry. I was just like, what the fuck? Okay. So there's a rhyme and reason why she was in this. Yes. Okay. They obviously enjoy working together or something. Yeah. She also enjoys uh, no bras. Maybe. On scene. Maybe, or maybe that's just the direction. <laughs> or maybe he enjoys maybe it. Maybe he enjoys that bras on scene. <laughs> that was one thing I was surprised by being on, yeah. on FX, because it felt like it would be deemed more than would be allowed gotcha. by censorship standards yeah, in the U.S. that's true. But it would have been unrealistic for her to be wearing a bra in those scenarios, because most of the time she was like, in her I'm at home and going to go to bed clothes. That's and like true. women don't wear fucking bras Valid to point. bed. Valid unless point. they have enormous boobs and they have to. But even I don't know, even then. Okay. Well, good to know. Yeah. <laughs> now I know. I mean I I've never heard of a woman that goes to bed with a bra on. <laughs> Actually there's one person I know. Okay. But it's because her boobs are enormous. So Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you just really want to make sure we understand the well the correlation between boob size and Bed bras. Bed bras. <laughs> yeah, that's what I needed you to know. <laughs> so, um, what would you rate this one? Um, I'll go with a four. I'll, I'll give it four devs. It, I felt like it was a bit lacking at points. I think they tried a little too hard with some of the stuff. But I do, I do like the concept of what they were trying to, to emulate. So, I'll give it four. I am also going to give it a four for Lily's. I don't know. <laughs> that was her name. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Just making sure. And people with big boobs okay. wear bras All right. in bed. Whatever. Um, I think I really, I liked it a lot, but I felt like the last couple of episodes were rushed. That's a good point. So, I, I, that's I, probably the best way to explain how I felt about the last episode. Yeah, I felt like a lot happened and I was like, wait, yeah. what? Yeah, the last episode, I feel like the second half didn't necessarily match the entire rest of the show. Yeah, I agree. It felt like they got to a point where they got the characters in the one spot they needed them to be. Yeah. And they didn't know where to go after that. Yeah. So they just... Were like, fuck it. <laughs> sprayed the wall. Yeah. <laughs> sprayed and prayed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I enjoyed it. I just I think I would have liked it more if I got more of a conclu- more of the conclusion, not more of a conclusion. Now here's a question I have for you: Was this a one and done show? That's what I'm. Is I'm this wondering. a show that's going to get a second season? I feel like they. I assumed it was one season. It's done because of who was in it. Yeah. But maybe this is a continuation, and I have no idea. And like I said, our friend Rob, who really enjoyed it, he's under the impression there's going to be a second season. I've heard nothing about that being official, but it doesn't mean it couldn't happen because they, they kind of left it in a position where you either could leave it how it is or you could make a, another season, mm-hmm. you know, like, it, but who knows where they could go. They have endless opportunities of where they could take the, the direction oh. from what happened. Interesting. Uh, Garland, you know, Alex Garland. Okay, there we go. Um, Alex Garland apparently said 
in an interview with Collider. At the moment, I don't know how to do an open-ended story. I think I probably prefer stories that end, I guess. So I guess he's getting... So is that his way of saying that's the ending? I don't know. It says it... I think that's what he's saying. Or is that his way of trying to explain the... The resolution. The the ending being not so conformed to what the rest of the show felt like Could it be, was. Yeah. I feel like it's either him saying that he, like, he just didn't know how to do it right. Yeah. And that's why you got what you got. Or it's yeah. his way of saying that's the end of the show. Yeah. It's interesting. I guess we'll have to see what happens. But I guess he'd said many times about other things like Annihilation. People were wondering if there was going to be a sequel to Annihilation. And he was like, no, it's done. Like, I guess there's a No, he, he likes to leave you in that mindset of like ambiguous, I guess, yeah, is, the, yeah. is the term to use. A lot of it is about the watcher's interpretation mm-hmm. rather than just being like, here's the answers. It's like uh, Batman Rises. I guess we'll upload that uh, discussion to the cloud and... Yeah. We'll move on to uh, the next show that we watched. Yeah. Uh, we didn't watch the entire thing, but mainly it's a thing you didn't really need to watch the entire thing because yeah. it's not really important. Yeah. <laughs> In any way. So yeah. my score is... Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we watched... Flo- is it Floor it's, is Lava or The Floor is Lava? It's not The. It's just Floor. floor is Lava. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Make make a new hit TV show for Netflix, but make sure it's a fragment. Yeah. I want the show to be called something fragmented. Yeah. <laughs> Unless the the is very small and I can't see it somewhere, but yeah. it said just it's, floor is lava. It's on the floor. The, it's, it's, the yeah, is on the floor. It got dissolved in the lava. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this was a game show essentially where three contestants, well, contestants paired in threes. Yeah, teams of three. I liked complicating it <laughs> myself, but if you want to make it simple, whatever. <laughs> so, teams, if you want to call them that, uh, basically have to navigate these rooms with op- an obstacle course where yeah. they have to... But instead of having to get over or around the items, you have to stay on the items instead of falling off, essentially. Yeah, it's uh, basically a giant pool with red water. There, and... Yeah, some kind of, like, dye in yeah. the water. It's super weird. At first, I thought they CGI'd the water yeah. to but make then it look people, like lava. Yeah. But I was like, oh, no, their clothes are actually yeah, red Yeah, people right are getting now. red on their clothes. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so there's multiple different routes you can take to get through the obstacle course and get out of the exit. And there's a time situation, and it's. I think you put it well when you said it was kind of like an, a physical escape room. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's not just an obstacle course. It's yeah. like they have slight puzzle things where yeah. you don't necessarily need to do it, right. but it really helps. But if helps you do it, it makes your life a lot easier. Somewhere quicker. Yeah, some things would be like if you go this way, then you can get this object and bring it back and do this with it. So. And then by doing whatever thing you could with that object, you've made your life easier in getting to the exit. Mm. So, I mean, it was it was entertaining to watch. It was... Yeah, it was... It's a filler thing to put on yeah. while you're doing something else. It, it's not exactly something to did. focus on. I agree. Uh, some of the contestants were complete idiots. Oh, God. And it bothered me that they were on the show. And I don't know if that's the way they just edit the show to make it look that way or if the people really just should not have been there. Yeah, some of the... Uh, contestants just really rubbed me the wrong way. I was like, you're an idiot. 
and I hate your attitude, and I hate your face, so. There was, like, a girl, I was the first episode, and they just, they literally just started. Yeah. They're standing at the the beginning spot. Yeah, yeah. And she goes, oh, I don't think I could do this. Yeah, you haven't even done anything. Why are you here? Yeah. (laughs) You're just standing right there. Yeah. Nothing has happened yet. Yeah, it was very strange. You should have thought of this a long time before showing up. The application, (laughs) yeah. Exactly. And half of them look like they've never even done anything athletic in their entire life. Yeah, exactly. So it felt like a, uh, what was that Nickelodeon show for kids? Um, Something in the Hidden Temple? Yeah, Legend of the Hidden Temple. Legend of the Hidden Temple. It kind of had like, there was even like little Easter eggs, I feel like. They had those, uh, uh, what the fuck those things? Not Stonehenge, not not that. Oh, the Easter Island statues. Yeah, it's the, the heads. The heads. Yeah. They had those, what I thought was a reference, kind of to the to that show. Yeah, back it did on have a very hidden temple. Uh, so it kind of had a, a tone of that, but like it was mainly adults. There yeah. was like one family that was like two twin kids. Yeah, and they were like eighteen. Yeah. So I don't know. It, I agree. It was entertaining to put on in the background, but sometimes I got distracted and I wouldn't do the thing I was trying to do in the foreground mm-hmm. because I was like, God, this person's annoying and I had to like watch them be annoying. Yeah, it was like you had yeah. to hate watch it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you want them to fail yeah, so you I'm can like, justify that you're annoyed by them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I don't know. I guess if you're into that kind of stuff, if you're into these like obstacle course type shows, it's by no means a, a proof of athletic prowess per se. Oh, not at all. It's not it's, at all it's, like It's Ninja not like Warrior. Ninja Warrior. Not at all. <laughs> it's like, it looks like most people could probably do it. To be fair, I wouldn't be able to because, like, that. there's one where you have to, like, hold your body weight up for, like, however many seconds. That's not a thing. So I'm not saying that it's And then that easy. jackass was trying to show off doing yeah. pull-ups. Yeah. And then he fell and, he and fell. looked like an idiot that was after. Great. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm going to give it a two. Okay. Yeah, that's about on par with what I would I didn't do. hate it enough to just it's not, not watch terrible. It. Yeah. It's just not something to go out of your way for. Yeah. I, I feel like kids would love this show. Mm-hmm. It's like exactly it's a it's a ninja warrior for kids. I would yeah. say I can also see see it being fun to like make up a drinking game too and like play with watching. That's with a friends. good point. That's a good point. That could be entertaining. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, but it's not something that I would consider quality television. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. I don't think Netflix would even consider it fair. quality television. That's probably fair. I would imagine it had a very small budget, and <laughs> I don't even notice uh, the different layouts that they had mm-hmm. for the course mm-hmm. they were basically the same thing as the other one they were in the they same just room. had a different furniture piece yeah in that spot yeah and so it looked like it was a different course but really it was the same fucking yeah, course. yeah it was the same course and it was the same room if you looked closely yeah yeah, yeah. it was yeah how much and, water do you think they waste i don't know they'd, they'd have to drain it right and then fill it back up I would think so, yeah. And then what can you do with it if it's got all the dye in it? Yeah. Maybe they, like, drain it and then put it back in somehow? Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Cool. Yeah, and they obviously had something included with that water to make everything slippery. Because people yeah. were sliding like they have never stood on something flat before. Yeah. <laughs> they also had, it wasn't just, like, flat water. Like, it was bubbling and splashing everywhere. Yeah. So it was supposed to they be, They clearly like, had a button guy who... yeah. yeah. Who, when they're like at a certain spot and there's like, like oh, a yeah. pipe under the water, yeah. they press a button and it shoots up yeah. lava. Quote unquote lava, yeah. So, I don't know, whatever. The rules were kind of vague. They were. I feel like 
if the concept is you can't touch the lava, then if it sprays up and touches you, then technically you would be out. Exactly. In my opinion. Yeah. I agree. But I guess I view with an iron uh, hammer. Is that what they call it? an iron fist. Iron fist. I thought it was fist, and I was like, no, it's a hammer. (laughs) Hammer fist. Hammer fist. (laughs) So, yeah. That's that. Yeah. The floor is lava. Yeah. Or, sorry, floor is lava. Yeah. Why don't you tell me about some stuff that's coming out in July? Only if you're willing to listen to some stuff coming out in July. I am. Good. Grand. Great. Okay. Uh, Disney Plus. Hamilton, the Broadway musical that touched many hearts the last couple years. Yeah. uh, Apparently got a recording from one of the New York... uh, The original cast. Original cast out in New York. And it's going to hit Disney Plus, uh, I think, July 3rd. Uh, along with Ice Age Collision Course. Highly awaited, yeah. I'm sure. I mean, they kind of come together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, interesting fact that um, the free trials for Disney Plus seem to have disappeared along, line, <laughs> along the same time. I mean, you had to expect that would happen, <laughs> right? Yeah. At some point, you had to assume that they would not let you just get to see the big things for free. Yeah. I was surprised when they let you watch some of the other movies that did that. Yeah. I'm assuming they'll just, like, wait a month and then give a free trial again. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know what percent of people have not seen Hamilton or or even want to see it. Yeah. I mean, I've been wanting to see it, so I'm glad it's coming to Disney Plus because we already have it. Well, I mean, that's the only thing is, for me, is I, yeah, I'll watch it now, but I would never pay to go see this in, the, you know, a... Uh, Broadway capacity. I don't care enough about that. I would have if it wasn't like a thousand dollars or something insane. Exactly what so. I'm saying. Is it, <laughs> it's so damn expensive from what I understand that's like, I don't care. Like, yeah, not enough anyway. Uh, and then uh, obviously everyone's favorite, Solo, a Star Wars story, yeah. is coming out uh, July 10th. People do love that. It, it's currently, I think, on Netflix, but it'll, okay. I assume the contract is ending and it will be back on Disney. With their service. Gotcha. Um, and then... Netflix. Okay. Had a few things. Only one of them is new. Okay, so Splice. Mm-hmm. If you remember this movie... It wasn't It's was already- an older movie. I thought it was already on Netflix. What are we watching on? I don't Would think you watch, watch it on Prime or something? I, I saw it in theaters. I don't think I've ever watched it streaming. Maybe I'm thinking of a different movie. Okay. Anyway. This is the one where two scientists create this new life form in a lab. And then they raise it as though it's a child. Oh, yeah. And we then it's like weird shit happens. I don't yeah. want to give it away because it's fucking worth right. watching and you need to see this fucking film. Yeah. It's very uncomfortable at a certain point. Yeah. But it's a really good fucking film. Yeah. And it kind of covers a lot of ethics within science. Yeah. So, uh, go check that out on July 1st. A a show with a season one coming. I am not sure if this is a new show or just coming to Netflix with season one. It's something called The Governor. Mm -hmm. And it looks like John Hamm is starring in it. Oh. If I am correct. Okay. So... I don't think it's a comedy, though. I think it's a serious fucking film or show. Uh, but what's not so serious is an older show called Killing Hasselhoff. 
which will also air July 1st. Killing Hasselhoff. Yeah. Okay. I don't know where it was originally running, but it's on Netflix coming July 1st, and it looks like it's a, a semi-comedy about a guy who owns a partially owns a strip club and gets into some debt issues with pool sharks. Okay. Something like that. Uh, and it's got David Hasselhoff, so. Right. Obviously. So there'll probably be some good German music in there at some point. <laughs> And then uh, a movie that we actually covered on the trailer section a while back, uh, The Old Guard. So that hits July 10th. Okay. Oh, yeah. I was interested in that. Um, And then getting into some of the other stuff I had referenced earlier, HBO Max. I literally could not find anything that was deemed new on the service in July. Really? The only thing I could find... When I typed in new content on HBO Max in July 2020, all I got was results for the month of June new releases or things leaving HBO Max in July, which was heavily the DC movies. Okay. Which is a weird thing that those are, some of those are leaving already. Uh, So to me, that's not a good sign. I hope they have a lot more to show. Yeah. For people who are paying for the service. Because yeah. if if they can't provide in the second month, is it really even the second month? Did it come out in June? It was or was like it the May? end of May. Okay. So we're not even really in two months yet. And they have already started to struggle with content, it seems, in my opinion. Yeah. So that's not a good sign. Yeah. Uh, Amazon Prime, a lot of old movies. Nothing really new as far as what? I could tell. <laughs> Okay. But that's okay. There's a lot of Amazon Prime stuff we haven't yeah, watched yet. that's true. Uh, and then lastly, on Hulu, there was one sole movie called Palm Springs that will be on July 10th. Uh, and that kind of transitions us into our trailer trash or treasure segment. Yeah. Because that's the first one on our list. So we watched the trailer for this, and it's starring Andy Samberg and Kristen Milioti. I think that's right. So, Adam Sandberg, we know from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. What I call him? You said Adam. Whatever. <laughs> I like Adam more. Okay. Andy's all right. Yeah. Um, Andy Sandberg, we know from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Among other things, yeah. Among other things. Yeah. Hot Rod, uh, yeah. SNL. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's that skit you did with... Uh, Dick in a Box? Dick in a Box, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yep. Um, and then Kristen Milioti, we know from How I Met Your Mother. She was, spoilers, the mother. <laughs> yeah. That took like a billion seasons to get to the point yeah. of, oh yeah, all these people we've been fucking discussing being yeah. the mother. Yeah. They're not the mother. Yeah. It's actually just one person that we could have told in like half a season. Yeah. Um. And she's been in, like, some other movies. She was yeah. in one of the episodes of Mythic Quest. She was in that weird okay. uh, yes. spin-off episode about the With, um, early... With Jake Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, about the, the game that they created. Yes. And her... I thought that was her. Okay, I was yeah. like, I knew I'd seen her somewhere recently. I yeah. like her. She seems... And also looked like a supporting character, J.K. Simmons, which we saw recently in Defending Jacob as the grandfather. Oh, that guy. Yes, yes. So he is also in this uh, in some capacity. 
Yeah. And it comes to Hulu on July 10th, as yeah. you previously stated. Yeah. So the whole premise from what I got out of this was it's kind of like a 51st Dates idea. But so they visit Palm Springs. And for whatever reason, I, I couldn't tell if everybody is going through this or just these two people. I think it's just They them. do whatever the fuck they do in the one day. They go to bed and they wake up and it's the same day again. So I guess more Groundhog's Day. Yeah. The than, feeling I got was that he had been stuck in the loop for a while. And that she yes. just started getting stuck. Yes. There was a comment he made yeah. to her as though he had been there a while and yeah. she hadn't. So I think everybody else doesn't know that they're in this. Yeah. But he does. Yes. For whatever reason. And now she also knows. So I assume it's going to be like them having some kind of bonding relationship yeah. over this scenario where they can't get out of it. Yeah. And it looks like she's having some kind of emotional struggle with coping with this new event where she's not in control of her yeah. life and right there's gonna be a lot of feelings I i'm think, sure yeah but it looks like the, it's also gonna be really funny yeah so it I'm looks like it's gonna be good that. um i'm interested in this i i'm gonna give it a treasure i agree i think it looks like a treasure to me too yeah uh we also watched the trailer for warrior nun <laughs> not xena right warrior nun yeah xena did not join a convent that i know of yeah this one comes to netflix on july 2nd um, and it looks like it's about probably a teenager. She looks like a teenager, right? Yeah, it looks like it's like young adult yeah. themed. It looked like it was CW-ish. Um, a little bit me. darker than that. Yeah, but, but yeah. as far as the age group. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Young adults. Um, and some kind of weird group where they're nuns but also have powers and like fight evil. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then it's funny. They wear that, a lot of hats. Yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. The funny part of it is, I'm using air quotes, is that she's, they say this in the trailer, so it's not a spoiler, right? It's, she's a non-believer. And so she ends up getting this, like, power that they're like, oh my god, how did our power end up in the hands of a non-believer or whatever? She doesn't believe in God. Yeah, yeah. And then she ends up with the powers and ends up part of this group, even though she's not, doesn't believe in God. Mm -hmm. It seems like it's going to be really heavily, heavy on religious themes. Yeah, there's probably a lot of debates in the conversation between her and the other characters. Yeah, I'm I'm assuming that the character arc for her is going to end up with her believing in God. I don't know. Or everyone else losing their faith. Maybe, yeah. I guess you could say she had none to begin with. All right. (laughs) You could say that. (laughs) Um, It... Looked ridiculous. They, they, you could tell they were really trying hard to be like, look how R-rated we are with this yeah. trailer. Yeah. See, we don't follow the rules with our typical programming. Yeah. Come check this out. She says fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably exactly what the guy that pitched this said. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. In fact, are you reading that from yeah, something? Yeah, I, I wrote. Yeah, oh, okay. I wrote the pitch. Got it, got it. I just felt like it was so heavy-handed with trying to show us how... How badass ...gory it was. and badass yeah. and yeah. vocal it was going to be as a show compared to other shows. Yeah, it's a trash from me. I'm not saying I won't watch it in my free time. <laughs> But I'm not yeah. expecting it to be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's gonna. Okay. I think it's trash. I get you. Yeah. <laughs> the 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 lead character, and I I don't know the actor's name, but um, she honestly just reminded me of like a find somebody who looks close to Jennifer Lawrence, 
and can maybe do that, like, I don't care about anything personality. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You're right. She's got, like, the same hair situation. Yeah. Yeah. Alba Baptista. Yeah, it, it, it... I don't know how good it's going to be. I think it's yeah. aimed at a younger audience and trying to come off as really badass. And Yeah. But, like you said, I'll probably check it out. God, there's a character named JC. You think he's supposed to be Jesus Christ? <laughs> I mean, I do now. <laughs> I do now. His power is to sacrifice yeah. for the rest of them. Oh my god, I can't wait. Without them wanting him yeah, to. Yeah, I think it's going to be really bad, but whatever. We'll see what happens. <laughs> His power is to walk on water. Yeah. Turn water into wine. Yeah. Yeah, I want every scene that he's in to be him drinking a glass of water. Uh-huh. And then the character he's talking to turns away. Yeah. And turns back, and then it's now wine. Yeah. And I want to be up in the air where he got the wine and him never giving a straight answer. Yeah. That's what I want. Okay. I have a feeling you won't get it. And I want him to sacrifice himself for the team. <laughs> okay. <laughs> at the end of the season. Yeah. And I want there to be a scene where he's not around. Mm-hmm. And they need to do something. Mm-hmm. And they don't, they're lost. They don't know what what they can do yeah. to fix the problem. Yeah. And somebody just says, what would JC do? Yeah. <laughs> I hope they do that. Just trying to help them out. All right. Well. You know who else needs help? Who? Warner Brothers with the Justice League. Yeah. And Zack Snyder is supposedly fixing that. Okay, yeah. So we've heard all the news. We had our episode all about the Snyder Cut announcement. Go Mm -hmm. check that out. Yeah. Feels a few episodes back. Yeah. You won't miss it. It's called Snyder Cut. Yeah. (laughs) Uh so they teased the Justice League Snyder Cut for HBO Max on the interweb. Earlier this week. It was very short, very uh, low quality, I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. It was like a 4x3 format. It wasn't really even like a <laughs> normal Yeah, it wasn't even widescreen, yeah. Uh, and it really was just, it looked like a cutscene from the film that had already existed that had Wonder Woman mm-hmm. doing her day job. Yeah. Not her night job. Yeah. Uh, and she found like a relic of some sort that showed like a a painting of of dark side mm-hmm. uh, on it and it yeah. you know had like the three mother boxes all joint yeah. and it was very uh, foreshadowing of what's to come next and mm-hmm. kind of zooms in slowly on that dramatically and then they pan to like a CGI focused far off scene of him standing with a whole army behind him on this dark red planet yep so we get a small glimpse of what dark seed will or dark side will look like you keep changing your mind on what a, i just it, i feel like they needed to figure it out it's dark side it just felt it's spelled weird so i i you know they give us a, a glimpse of what he could look like but it's still pretty far off it's not like that detailed yeah it's just kind of to hype people yeah like don't forget oh well, yeah it's still happening yeah don't forget the Ovaltine. Okay. More Ovaltine, please. <laughs> I want Ovaltine to be the sponsor. <laughs> Ovaltine, if you want to sponsor us. Yeah. 
every other scene has Batman drinking Ovaltine. That'd be hella good. Well, it was a very quick snippet. Um, I'm going to say typical for me. I, not to say I'm not excited for it, but it uh, the actual footage, I, it was just like, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah. Uh, it, again, it was nothing that's going to get you hyped. It's just like, oh, yeah, I, well, we knew he's going to be in it. It's yeah. just... I'm, I guess, happy that they're saying he's literally going to be in it. So that's mm-hmm. kind of like proving that he's going to actually be in it rather yeah. than just be like, well, well I kind of have to, especially if there's no, as far as we know, plan to have a sequel. Right. So they kind of have to put him in it, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I will give it a typical. It didn't, I guess it didn't say, I guess you could say it didn't do me justice. Yeah, you could say that. But I didn't hate it. It was fine. It's kind of like with uh, Cyberpunk 2077. It's like, I know I'm going to watch it. Mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for it. Yeah. So you don't have to sell me the Snyder Cut. Yeah. I have HBO Max. Yeah. Hopefully it comes out before my one year thing is up. Yeah, that's all I'm asking. Just well, moving into movie news, I have some sad news for Lord of the Rings fans and others. Sir Ian Holm passed away at age 88. He is who we remember as Bilbo Baggins, the old one, in Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. Um, and he was also Ash in Alien back in the day. The android? The android, yes. And then also Father... Or should we say asteroid? Yeah. <laughs> and also Father Vito Cornelius in The Fifth Element, which I had totally forgotten about. That's true. I don't think I realized. Yeah. Yeah, he was. And he was in um, something of Fury. I don't know. There was some other movie that he was people were mentioning and i was like oh, i forgot about that movie too i didn't write it down but very sad he i'm sure he lived a rewarding life so just a i mean he r.i.p uh moving into some comic-con news okay uh they have established they will be doing a digital event this is via ign uh they are going virtually thanks to comic-con at home it will be free and recreate the atmosphere and excitement of the live fan event, but from the safety of your home. Okay. How, though? Yeah. It, <laughs> that's just marketing. That's okay. just trying to... Are that, they going to, like... That's word buzz, whatever. You know what they should do is make it a VR event, because then they could actually have, like, cosplayers and shit around That'd you. That would be so expensive. I know. It'd be really cool, though. The t- <laughs> You could have the VR part be a pay event. Just be like, pay 50 bucks to have like a VR situation. Like, yeah. But you'd have such a niche market because you'd yeah. have to have a VR set up that could actually work with whatever their that's, programming that's is. That's true. That's the true. cost of them putting it together. Building it. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it would be a lot, but it's still, I'm standing by you it. You have a, a better idea. chance of there being like cosplay porn okay. in VR than you have of. <laughs> whatever. I stand by it being a good idea. Anyway, tell me more about the subpar idea they have. <laughs> Uh, so it will be on the original date that Comic-Con would have been, so July 22nd through 26th, so four days. That's good. Uh, plans for the Comic-Con at home include an online exhibit hall complete with everyone's favorite exhibitors offering promotions, specials, and limited edition products unique to the celebration. Uh, they're going to have exclusive panels and presentations about comics, gaming, television, film, and a wide variety of topics from publishers, studios, and more. Okay. Uh, they're also going to have a masquerade 
gaming and a, and many other activities in which fans can participate in their own homes. I, I feel like these are all like the same things being rehashed. Yeah. I would so. love to know how the fuck they're going to do a masquerade, by the way. But. Yeah. So is that basically cosplay then? Yeah. Cosparade. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they And they also encouraged the people attending, obviously that's in quotes because they're not really attending, uh, to use the hashtag Comic-Con at home. Okay. Yeah. Um, obviously, I'm going to check this out because it's free. Yeah, of course. But I don't know. I feel like a lot of this is just marketing buzz to try and make you feel like you're getting something that's the same experience, but you're really not. Yeah. You're never going to be able to compete with the feeling of being in this large building with all of these people who are there for the same love that you are. True. You know? You're yeah. not going to have that same experience just seeing a a message board i know flowing down the screen yeah. we'll with people being like i heart comic-con or whatever yeah, the fuck, we're definitely you know? gonna have to have it set up like on your big screen tv whenever we uh check it out so yeah. it feels more immersive yeah um but you know on the subject of big screen tvs <laughs> everybody's been missing the movie theater i'm sure people that were used to going to the movies all the time we've all been stuck at home not i mean to be honest i could do without theaters as long as i get the movies at home I mean, I can too, but I'm speaking of the people who can't. <laughs> I guess there's people, there's people that just like going to the theater for the experience. Um, so, with respect to those people, they've been probably jonesing to go to the theater. And uh, good news, some theaters are opening up again, and uh, there's going to be conflicting requirements on masks and whatnot, depending on where you are. I know AMC had talked about not too long ago saying they were not going to require masks, but now they've flipped the script and they are requiring masks for guests so i guess if you're one of the people that has a problem with masks you're not going to like that um just some numbers for you 450 of the over 600 venues for amc will reopen july 15th and they expect to be almost fully operational by the time mulan comes out which is july 24th yeah they're all aiming for the bigger movies and, they don't care about right now yeah they and just... tenet is july 31st so they're all trying to kind of figure their shit out before then yeah. Um, Just kind of to go back to the whole mask situation. Yeah. Let's be honest, though. The people that don't want to wear a mask, are they're just, they're going to wear it when they get in, get into the theater, and they're going to take it off. No one's going to be able to stop them. Yeah, that's true. Especially when you're in a, a theater where it's dark lit. Yeah. All they have to do is sit in the back behind of, other people. There's all kinds of things people do in theaters that aren't technically allowed. Yeah. So this is just going to be another one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sir, I don't mind... I don't mind you getting a hand job, but could you, could you please <laughs> you put, put your, your mask, mask on? on. <laughs> yep. And Regal also announced shortly after the same announcement by AMC that they will also be requiring masks for guests. Um, and apparently this is regardless of whether your local government requires it. And, and if anybody's watched the news lately, in California, it's supposedly a statewide requirement. So um, I don't know how it is the rest of the world. Um, and yeah, Regal, Now it is. Now. Yes. Yeah. Um, and Regal announced that they will be reopening July 10th with the mask requirement. We know we have, nobody's heard about Cinemark though. That's the next biggest chain. Um, so I guess we'll have to wait and find out for yeah. them. Yeah, we have to. I, I know we got a message from our Regal app about we? Okay. welcome back to the yeah. fucking blah blah I mean, blah. I'm not ready to go back. But I looked into it, and they aren't actually. We're not officially back yet, so okay. I don't think we're getting. Our subscription for the unlimited stuff is not being actively used right now. Okay. 
I so. hope. I mean, honestly, given this current situation, I'm kind of hoping they're like, do you want to just have your money back or not <laughs> cancel your membership? You know what I mean? Because I, I don't know. Well, we got point. it for a good deal. I know, but I'm just not sure at what point it's going to be really safe to go back to the theater. So I'm just. Yeah, no, I get that. I just yeah. mean, like, I don't want to cancel it. And then when we do go back in, hopefully within six months. Yeah. We're I mean, now paying twice as much for us, the subscription if, because... Yeah, if they'll let us keep it on hold that That's long, what I'm saying I'm is down. I'm just going to call and be like, I'm still not comfortable. I yeah. would like to put mine on hold. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, do you want me to renew or not? It's your choice. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, those are... I guess we'll see how that all goes. Um, random thing that I found uh, on Deadline, Kristen Stewart was cast as Princess Diana. And it's going to be, uh, the movie is going to be called Spencer, and it'll be a drama that is based on just one weekend, one of her final Christmas holidays at the Royal Estate, basically around the time that she was deciding to part ways from Prince Charles, that was his name, <laughs> the one she was married to, <laughs> Yeah. Um, because she decided that the royal life wasn't for her and all of that stuff, so it's going to be based on that situation. Um, the... the I'm- going to be completely honest this is me being an ignorant american mm-hmm. i did not know she was not biologically related to the family what princess diana yeah she's the mother of the two what yeah i didn't know she was like not born into the family oh. i didn't know it was through marriage no she was mar- she married prince charles okay see whatever I, i'm just the saying one who's now married- i didn't know that she was not you thought she was the the actual royalty and yes. the person that she married. Okay, yes. No, she was a set up situation. Did anybody look into this conspiracy then about her death? Just saying. Uh, there were a lot of statements. About she that. left the family. Yeah. Happens to die by yeah. the bodyguard. Yeah. Shortly after. Yeah. I actually don't know the time frame. Yeah. I'm just throwing in shortly to make it more yeah. suspicious. Um, there was a lot of conspiracy theories and stuff that went on around that. Like, people were obsessed with it. Okay. So. Well, I remember the whole thing being all over the news yes. when she died, but yes. I didn't know about the conspiracies. But I, I was also a child, so I wasn't really looking for that stuff. My mom was obsessed, and so it was, like, years after it had happened whenever mm-hmm. I moved in up here, but... Yeah, she's got, like, shit all over the walls with, like, <laughs> like yarn connecting yarn, things. Yeah. Not quite like that, but she had, like, the magazines, and she had, like, the Princess Diana China. Like, there was just... She was, like, really into her. It was weird. So, I know about that shit. Um, there was a lot of conspiracy theories about that. But, anyway, we okay. digress. well, I guess my joke is going to take a dark turn. <laughs> I guess so. Um, Pablo, Watch, we're going to have, like, a van outside our house watching yeah, us. Yeah. Um, Pablo Lorraine is set to direct, and it'll be scripted by Stephen Knight, who actually wrote some of Peaky Blinders. So if anybody's curious about the kind of vibe that's going to be there. Yeah, take a Peaky Blinder yeah. at that show. <laughs> and production begins in 2021. There's been some uh, already some comments about whether Kristen Stewart is the right choice, but I think it's pretty good because she is um, not a bad actress. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying this not have seen the Twilight films. She was really bad in those. Okay. Yeah. That's the senses I get from yeah. society. Yes. Uh, I think people are holding on to that concept yes, of those are. movies because mm-hmm. that was like a big thing at the yeah. time. Yeah. And no one's really acknowledging that maybe she has grown as an actor yeah. and has not necessarily, not not that she's necessarily really good, but maybe she's a decent enough actor now yeah. and has improved. Yes. Because we've seen her in a few things lately. She's not going to win an Oscar, but... She's done a, a 
good, solid job for the yeah. film she's been in. Yeah. You know, she's, she's not... had personality. It's yes, not like exactly. she's just a piece of wood that people have referenced her being. Yeah. Um, interesting fact, the two things actually, is there, it was said that some, that she was given direction to act that way in those movies. I don't necessarily know if that's true, but she was also very young. And so it's kind of interesting to see her as a casting choice for Princess Diana in a time where Diana was going through, um, she felt overwhelmed by the media coverage and kind of like the spotlight was too much for her. And that is what was said about Kristen Stewart when she was younger, right Maybe after the Twilight movies, Maybe is that, she'll she, knock out the park. that she had a hard time dealing with hmm. the paparazzi and all of that shit. So she might have like a personal connection to the role and she might do really well. And like you said, we've seen her in some things that were not Twilight, and she did a pretty good yeah. job. So. And the same thing with, uh, you know, her co-star on that, you know, in Twilight. Uh, he's in, he's going to be the Batman now. Robert Pattinson, and, yes. You know, like, same shit happens with him, where people yeah. are like, oh, this guy. Yeah. And it's like, he's been in a lot of indie things. He's a very yeah. strong actor. Yeah. And he's done a lot of mythic acting, and he's not at all a person that yeah. people <laughs> remember and I guess, him from. I guess she's been in a lot of indie stuff too, which we haven't really okay. seen. But There's something that she's in with, what's his name? Something Eisenberg. From Jesse Eisenberg? Jesse Eisenberg, mm-hmm. I think it's him. It's like Amerola or something. I don't know. There's some, okay. anyways, it's some weird movie. It I think it's like an indie thing. Mm-hmm. We have it on one of our streaming services. I wanted to check it out. It's okay. an older film, but yeah, it looked interesting. Gotcha. Um, moving on to uh, method acting, though. Yeah. Hugh Jackman. Okay. I would consider him a method actor personally. Okay. All right. Obviously, he nailed Wolverine. Yeah. No, true. I'm kidding. But he's he he really does transform into characters when, yeah. when he does these roles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he may be transforming into another character. The biopic for the film Ferrari uh, is going to be directed by Michael Mann. And it's going to be starting production soon for this film. Set in the summer of 1957, when Enzo Ferrari races 1,000 miles across Italy in the Mile Miglia to prevent his family business from going bankrupt. Wait. And Hugh Jackman is in discussion to star as the racing icon Enzo Ferrari. Wow, that's interesting. Now, we saw Ford Ford versus Ferrari. Ferrari. Yeah. I don't know. That was Enzo Ferrari. Was that specifically supposed to be this person? I think the driver was was supposed to be Enzo Ferrari, yes. The driver driver in that race or the owner of that company who... Fuck, that's a good The older man in... Ford versus Ferrari. I thought it was the It's got to be the older man. I thought it was the driver. It wouldn't make any sense it would be the driver. Cause, I could be wrong. Because he owns the company. Yeah. Well, when did that movie take place? That's what I was thinking. I was trying to figure out. I don't remember. Because if it's in the 60s, then it's possible that, I don't know, whatever. You're probably right. It probably was the guy who owned the company. Hell, that's probably even before this one. I don't fucking know. No, it couldn't be. I don't know. I don't know car history. <laughs> All I know is I have a car and it works sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Yeah. Obviously, no faults of my own. You're right. It was the older guy. Okay. I mean, that, yeah, because it's about him building the legacy of Ferrari, right? Yeah. For some reason, I was thinking it was the driver because I was obviously retarded. Which I have to wonder if this is a direct response to Ford versus Ferrari, maybe painting that person in in a negative light to the audience and them wanting to fix that. Yeah. I mean, it could be. That's very interesting. Cool. Yeah. 
Um, well, something else that <laughs> people are around our age might find cool. <laughs> Animorphs. I, I don't at all. I said might, okay? Okay. Animorphs. I fucking loved those books when I was a kid. I did not read them. Yeah, but you read Goosebumps, right? Or you thought you were going to? Yeah. I had a collection you, of you Goosebumps. You had Goosebumps. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, I didn't like Goosebumps as much. Like, I read a couple, but I really got really obsessed with Animorphs. But I really liked animals, and I was really into that shit. So, um, basically, it's a young adult slash kids book series in the 90s about five teens who have the ability to morph into any animal they touch using... And then they use their powers to fight a secret alien invasion. Um, See, this is all shit I didn't know was a thing. But doesn't that plot sound great? Besides yeah, the teens but, part? But... <laughs> I know it was a TV show in the 90s. That TV show was awful. Do did not, not watch it. Do not ever did not talk watch about it. that show. Okay, well, <laughs> I have to in I the mean, context of this. That's fine. So I I, I've never seen the show. It sounds really cool, but given the context of the 90s and Fox, because this was a Fox thing, mm-hmm. if I recall, you know it wasn't going to be good. Yeah, It's not like it was going to have CGI or... I mean, it like, did, but it was oh, bad. It? it was bad. Okay. Yeah. Well, I remember being really excited whenever it was coming out with a show, and I was like, "Oh yeah!" And yeah. then I was like, "No, no, this yeah. is awful." Would you watch? Well, I guess I know you would. Do you think the? <laughs> do you think the average person who hates on cats without have ever seen the movie would watch this over cats and say it looked better? No, this is worse for sure, as far as graphics go. Gotcha. Um, okay, so there's a partnership they recently announced actually between Picture Start and Scholastic Entertainment, and one of their projects that they're working on is this Animorphs movie. They're co-developing and co-producing. Is it going to be like more of an adult tone, or is it going to be focused for kids? I think it's meant to be for young adults. Okay. Like, like the Power Rangers reboot. Is it going to be like that, or do you it's, think it's going to be more I'm expect- I'm expecting it to be something like the Power, Power Rangers reboot. Okay. But I think they probably also want... They they probably need to um, err on the side of the people who've already read this as a kid. Like, I don't think they're going to get a whole lot of new... Like, they might get new people, but they want it... Yeah, this is going to be nostalgia-based. It's a nostalgia-based, sure. right. For sure. So I think it'll... They'll Which, probably... Be, maybe I'm not in the mindset of this, but I I don't recall this being popular. Um, maybe it was just, like, super nerds. Like, I thought I it was, it. like... I felt like this was, like, the GoBots to Transformers for Power Rangers versus this. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, Power Rangers, were they books? You, you looked at me as though you're like, uh, GoBots is way better. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> like, you didn't get the point I was making. No, no. I got I got the point, but I just never even so associated with them being with being the same as Power Rangers. Well, they were around the same time. They had the same concept, I'm assuming, for structure of the show. Or... Yeah, but they morph into animals. It was way more, like, realistic. Okay. I'm going to have to watch an episode just so I can yeah. see what they it was, did. It was trash. The books, I'm not saying I want to watch it because I The books were good. I remember really liking them um, because they described some of the feelings that, like, at least in the books they talked about, the character would be, like, telling how they felt about certain things and it was really tied into how the actual animal behaved. So it was kind of fun. I'm just a nerd. It's fine. Um, but they picked any animal they wanted. It wasn't like they were tied to a specific no, animal. No, they, ha- they each had a specific animal that they usually defaulted to if they were going to just, like, do whatever. Gotcha. But, like, there was one guy who was a red-tailed, ho- red-tailed hawk. I think his name was Jake, if I'm not wrong. Uh, yeah, well, he sounds hideous. <laughs> red-tailed hawks are gorgeous, so. <laughs> I know, I get Well, you. he's a hawk, well, he's so. a hawk, so, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. 
I'm excited for this because the the TV show in the 90s was absolutely fucking trash and I would like to see them do a good job of it because the concept I think is really fun for like sci-fi nerd people I guess um and they are also planning on putting out a graphic novel series which comes out October 6th okay so basically they're trying to revitalize this franchise it sounds like yes exactly okay well I mean throw in some heavy socially political commentary and you'll get a huge fan base I'm sure right now that's very true especially for the younger age yeah speaking of the younger age yeah who are old as fuck now okay I was like where (laughs) Ewan McGregor is to voice Jiminy Cricket in Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio uh, so there's a couple things here that I am now learning. Okay. One, Ewan McGregor is going to be in it. Yes. And two, <laughs> it's stop frame animation set in Italy during the rise of fascism in the 1930s. And three, that it's even happening. Because I didn't even know this movie was happening. That's <laughs> true. Okay, here's the thing. <laughs> I thought there was a Disney remake in the works. Oh, I think there is. But that's this too, obviously So when is. I saw this news, I was like... Oh, that makes sense. Star Wars. Disney. Obi-Wan Kenobi. You know? (laughs) (laughs) But then I was reading more about it. I was like, this does not sound like Disney at all. This is a very dark tone, which comes with the territory of Del Toro, right? Yes, exactly. And so I was like, this can't be Disney. Yeah, Del Toro and Disney do not go together. Yeah. (laughs) So I... Yeah, I was just really shocked overall. So I guess this is a different thing. I think they kind of compared it to the the theme of um, Pan's Labyrinth. Yes. I was, obviously, that was live action, but there was yeah. a heavy uh, messaging in that film. It was also like about a statement about fascism and stuff, exactly. right? Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. So, um, yeah, I, I'm interested in this. I just... It all sounds good. The stop frame animation has me kind of curious. Is the whole film like that? Is it only like his character? Is it certain characters? Is yeah, it... I'm very interested to see how that goes. Because I so generally tend to like stop frame yeah. animation when it's related to like Wes yeah. Anderson. So if it's entirely stop frame, that means he's just really a voice actor. Yes. So that's the disappointing part. Right. Because I would love to see what they can do on a creative level with a modern del toro take on mm-hmm. these characters yeah but like in live action yeah basically just creepy as fuck yeah yeah <laughs> give me some of that creep creep yeah <laughs> um okay well that's it for our news yes um we do have a alone movie yep that we watched this week it is The Wrong Missy on Netflix. Yes. Uh, okay, so The Wrong Missy was released on Netflix May 16th, and it has so far a 35% tomato meter and a 52% audience score. <laughs> I can see why the audience score is higher than the tomato meter, because obviously this is not the kind of film critics are into. It's just like a yeah. stupid, uh, funny... This is, I think, one of the Happy Madison production yes. films that was contracted with you know, between Adam Sandler and yeah. Netflix. So, yeah. uh, obviously, the ones before it didn't do the greatest. Mm-hmm. It seems this one isn't considered that great itself. Yeah. Um, 
our um, some notable cast members are David Spade was the main character, Tim, and Lauren Lapkus was Missy, the wrong Missy. Okay. And I believe we know her from Between Two Ferns. She was yes. like the assistant. Yes. She was in Jurassic World, I believe, right? Yes. The, the, the chick with the boyfriend. Yes. <laughs> and Orders the New Black as the guard. Right. Yeah. Yeah, she is in that. You're mm-hmm. right. Okay. Yeah. Um, and Nick Swardson, who we haven't seen in a while, as uh, Tim's friend Nate, also the head of HR. Yeah. <laughs> which was very weird in yeah, and of itself. There was an M. Night twist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just within him yeah. showing up. Yeah. Uh, and then Molly Sims, who was the right Missy, <laughs> which is very appropriate. It's yeah. you. Yeah, she's just conventionally gorgeous. Yeah. So. so, basic premise: uh, Tim, played by David Spade, uh, went through a a breakup with his fiance. Yeah, she cheated on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he goes on his first date in X whatever amount of time since the breakup. Yeah, using like a Tinder or some yeah, kind of app a, a dating app. Yeah, uh, and he meets this girl who ends up being like this, this nightmare, like a psychopath. Basically, uh, he has like a terrible experience. Almost yeah. gets his ass kicked, gets yeah. hurt, and and uh, so he doesn't talk to her after that, obviously. And then he's at an airport later on, stumbles across this woman who actually bumps into him, mm-hmm. and they swap bags because they have the same bag on accident and then there's an error and they can't get on their flights and they yeah, meet up and they, they swap stuff and they bond over <laughs> you know an unofficial date <laughs> and then it turns out they have like a lot in common so yeah. they swap numbers after just bags yes. and stuff and stuff <laughs> uh and so he's waiting for a response from this woman uh to go out again uh turns out he brings the wrong missy they are both named missy yeah he reaches out to the one who he thinks is his dream girl has a long text conversation exchange with the wrong missy and then invites the wrong missy the terrible blind date yeah not the one that not the one that he's this is dream girl so the whole movie is essentially a comedy about him having to deal with this crazy woman yes while trying to impress his new boss to get at this corporate outing in like this tropical location setting uh and it's just basically all casted by people you'll recognize from all of happy madison films yeah yeah it's everybody you recognize from every other movie and it's exactly like one of those movies Mm -hmm. it's just ridiculous over the top stuff yeah yeah uh was it uh (laughs) rob snyder was in there (laughs) as a uh, like a, a weirdo shark like fisherman. Boat captain or something yeah, like that. He, yeah. He's got like missing fingers with yeah. this like play on joke about how he lost his fingers. Yeah. And his like weird obsession with sharks. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of enjoyed it. Yeah. It was stupid. Yeah. Uh, ridiculous. But it was also charming. Like I, I and I say that. Spending half of the movie at least hating the character of the wrong Missy. Yeah, she was so damn she was annoying. Awful. It yeah. bothered me just watching her talk. Yeah, and that probably means that she's a really good actor because <laughs> yeah. she did what she was supposed to do. Exactly. Yeah, and then you kind of see a shift where she maybe is still that annoying person, mm-hmm. 
but you're understanding her more. Yes. And you're understanding why she's that person. And you're, I guess, as an audience, accepting it along with yeah. the story. Yeah. Things change that change your perception of it. Yeah. So this was basically a, a romantic comedy, I guess you would say. Yeah. Uh, and it was... It was fun. It was. I had a good time. I laughed a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was just some stuff that were just so ridiculous. It was just like, yeah. They obviously had no restraints on what they were allowed to do. Yeah. What do you think? Um, I I liked it. There, I spent a lot of time hating the character as well, and some of the other things that happened. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I spent like, I, in my head, eternally, internally, I I kept saying to myself. Just fucking walk away from her. Yeah. Just, just leave. Just leave. Yeah. Just ditch her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll be the asshole. Yeah. Let's just go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel like it was, uh, the. it makes you see, see people in a different way over the course of the movie. You see basically both sides of each story. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's nice that it, I still feel like it's quite unrealistic, but we don't go into watching a movie like this thinking that it's realistic, so. Yeah. Although I will say... I have been in a scenario where I text the wrong person with the same name. Yeah. Had a whole conversation. Mm-hmm. Only to realize who the person was. Yeah. Later. I have been the wrong Jessica many times. Yeah? Because there's a l- Not in this way, obviously. What's your number? <laughs> I want to make sure I married the right person. It's a little late now. Um. Shit. <laughs> I meant to have a three in that number. Yeah. Um, not usually for this kind of a scenario, but just in general, like I, I used to, especially in college, there were like six or eight of us in the same classes. And so I would get like, it was confusing. Mm-hmm. So I always make a habit of putting a last initial or some other indicator, even if I don't know their last name. Gotcha. Like I have people in my phone as like such and such mechanic or whatever. <laughs> okay. So, so mechanic. Yeah. Or some indicator so okay. that I know who the fuck I'm talking to yeah. instead yeah, of just like generically putting their name in. Yeah. So, yeah, there was there was a little bit of not realistic shit, but it was still entertaining and it, it was nice to see the theme of uh, accepting people for who they are, potentially, rather than... Yeah, and getting to know... The, getting know, to know someone. Not judging a book by its cover. Yes. Although, yeah. I guess you could argue he was judging the book by the first three chapters. Fair, yeah. <laughs> but sometimes, sometimes you gotta make it over that third chapter hump, you know? Yeah. I mean, I liked, I loved the show Dexter, and I had to watch the first two and a half, two and a half episodes three times before I could get past them. Oh, okay. And then I ended up loving it. But the first two times, I was like, eh, couldn't I get into it. Can't remember those episodes. I mean, I remember whether what, or not I thought they were boring. I don't or not. remember what's in them either. But I, I'm just I saying. watched that whole show. I, I think yeah. I watched that during a uh, free preview for yeah. Showtime yeah. back in the day. I watched it when I was I think on I Netflix. Like it was on three, Netflix. They had like three seasons. I think I watched. Yeah. And then I continued it on a friend's mm-hmm. thingy for the rest of it. Yeah. So anyway, I think it wasn't amazing, but I liked it. Yeah, it had a lot of like raunchy comedy bits to it. Yeah. The one thing I will say is, that, so there's this one character who is like the competing employee within the company for some promotion. Yeah. And she like acts like she's never acted before she's completely terrible Mm -hmm. and then there's a part where they have to sing and she's singing like she was not cast to be singing right yeah 
And I can't tell if the character was meant to be that way or if they just cast somebody who's really bad at acting. She must have been meant to be that way. It just didn't make sense because, like, you'd think if her whole purpose was going to have to be singing for a scene, she would have been cast with somebody who sings. Do you know who she is? Who? Adam Sandler's wife. Okay. That explains a lot. Uh, if you're listening, Adam, <laughs> uh, tremendous job. Yep. Absolutely tremendous job. <laughs> Best vocal pipes I've that seen That is hilarious. In a while. Okay. I, I need no explanation. I get it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's also very surprising. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I thought you were going to say like, oh, she was in this old ass TV show. Uh, <laughs> she was a model. So maybe this is her foray into acting. I don't know. Okay. Well, she must have gotten tips from Ronda Rousey, I guess. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> we're not talking... Uh, oh, never mind. She's been in a lot of stuff, apparently. We're not talking boxing. They're all his movies, though. Weird. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. He must. Have, she must have signed an exclusive contract <laughs> when they first dated. It's in the prenup. You're only allowed to be in my movies. <laughs> all these other studios are really fucking just kicking them you know they're kicking rocks all over yeah wondering oh, when man. they'll get the oh. <laughs> golly gee <laughs> i hate it when i can't have her in my film <laughs> that's hilarious so overall what's the number what do you think uh i i enjoyed it i'll, I'll give it a four um okay. i like the the one character i'd say was like the worst acting of the mm-hmm. whole film and that wasn't the important part of the film, so yeah. it didn't matter. It just was notable yeah. to me. Um, yeah, I'll give it a four. A four missies, I guess. Okay. I'm going to give it a three. Okay. Tim's. Yeah. I, I, it was like an hour and a half. I think it, it's definitely better than Artemis Fowl. Fair. That's fair. <laughs> Not that they're the same kind of movie, no, but, but just if you want an hour and a half to kill, I'd definitely yeah. pick this, this one. This would be better, for sure. Um... Yeah, I think anybody who loves those older Adam Sandler movies are going to get that feeling from this film. Yes. You're going to you're going to see a lot of characters who are like, "Oh, it's that guy." Yeah. You know? Yeah. You're not going to remember what their name was. No, but you're going to be like, but oh, you're like that "I guy. know he was in this movie with a fucked up eye." Yeah. And now he's <laughs> in this one with that same eye. <laughs> yeah. That's true. You know what I'm talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> And so does everybody so else does listening. Everyone else. Without yeah. have seen him in the film yet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was fine. It, I think it accomplished what it was meant to do. Yeah. It definitely was one of the better of what they've had for the Netflix deal as far as I can tell. True. Well, that's it for our episode this week. If you want more of us for some reason, <laughs> uh, you can check us out on Facebook. We have a facebook group it's called dissecting this fiction podcast and you can interact with us all week long we're just going to be posting news and whatnot and you name it all week um (laughs) you can post stuff too um don't forget to rate our podcast on itunes ideally or send us a review on whatever podcast service you use um you can and make sure you've subscribed to us so you can get our episodes as soon as they drop um We'd really appreciate any reviews or direct feedback to learn how we're doing. So you can send us an email at dtfpod at gmail.com. And we also accept suggestions or content requests if you want to send them to that email. We would love to hear from anyone.
You can also find us on DTFCast.com or follow Steven on social media. At ClassyCatDad on Instagram and Twitter. Yep. That's it, right? That's it. Okay. Yeah. Well, that'll do it for our Over the Hill episode 40. Yep. Bye bye.